Hello everyone, good to see you. I hope you had a wonderful Pesach. I certainly missed you and I'm happy to be back with you. The Matmonim, the hidden treasure in today's Daf, uh, Shkalim 15a, Tesvav Amad Aleph, is a story about Rabbi Zechariah Chatanei de Rabbi Levi, Rabbi Zechariah, they used to mock him things his entire life. There were rumors about him. Amrin Delot Sarich Nasav. Um, and they used to say that uh, he didn't need money, he was a wealthy man, but he used to take money from charity. Um, After his death, they checked into his affairs and they found that he'd given every penny to, to poor people. Nothing he was taking was for, his, uh, for himself on his own. There's a comment about this Gemara by an interesting person who I normally wouldn't bring because I'm careful to curate um, sources for you that are all part of an integrated methodology, an integrated worldview of how to learn Gemara and how to draw conclusions from it. And this individual doesn't really fit into that category, but he's particularly on the subject matter, on the subject matter of Tzedakah, he's, he's somebody really interesting. His name is Reb Elia ben Avraham HaKohen, uh, who is a Sfardi Posek from the 17th century, from a town called Izmir in Turkey. Uh, and he wrote a sefer called Me'il Tzedakah about Tzedakah, and Tzedakah was very important to him. Uh, he was very concerned about about wealth disparity in his time and believed that was a communal problem and had to be solved by the community. And although he was a wealthy man, he used to not only collect money from others but gave all his wealth away to poor people. So when it comes to Tzedakah, his view is an interesting one. Although I disagree with his understanding of the Gemara and the conclusion he draws from it and the proof he brings for it, which I'll explain to you. Um, he says, you see from this Gemara that even though we've been learning um, that it's really important to not only be true and correct and fine and noble, but it's also important to be seen to be that, that one has to be acceptable and admired not only in Hashem's eyes, but also in the eyes of society. Yet we see here that Rabbi Zachary was willing to go his entire life with these rumors buzzing around him that he was taking tzedakah unjustifiably, and he didn't correct the rumors. So you see from there, um, says the Me'il Tzedakah, that when it comes to tzedakah, it doesn't matter what people think of you, you just do the right thing, and it doesn't really matter what people think of you. And he brings a proof from a Gemara in Chulin Daf Kufla Medalad Amud Beis, where Rabbi Ami used to take, take money, there was a, a sack of, of golden coins was given to the Beis HaMedrash for the people, the poor people there. And Kadim Rabbi Ami Vezakabahen, Rabbi Ami came forward and took them for himself. And the Gemara asked, how can that be, that even if he needed charity, the din is you've got to give charity, not grab charity. Uh, and answers the Gemara, Rabbi Ami Nami La'anim Zachabahen, he wasn't taking it for himself, Rabbi Ami was taking it for others. And therefore the Rabbi Leo Ben Avrom HaKohen says, you see from there that um, when it comes to tzedakah, you can, you can take and it doesn't matter what people think. I don't agree with the, sword, with the, the proof because the Me'iri says that the exception to this din of being given tzedakah, not taking tzedakah, is Rosh Yeshiva Omishi Minuhu Al-Kach, Yehezocheo Mechalka Beinehem. The head of the yeshiva or people who've been appointed for that purpose, they can take tzedakah. They don't have to wait for it to be given. And then they give it out to, to others. So clearly Rabbi Ami was the appointed person to distribute tzedakah. The, our story in Shkalim is completely different. Here Rabbi Zachary was not known to be an appointed person. He wasn't known to be an agent for the Anim. He did it secretly. And that's why there were rumors about him. So it can't be compared 
at all to the to the Gemara and Chulin. Also, on the, on the question that we see from here, that, that for tzedakah, it doesn't matter what people say, just do the right thing, this is much more nuanced and much more subtle than that. And we see that from the next piece of Gemara. The next piece of Gemara is Rabbi Chinana Bar Papa. And Rabbi Chinana Bar Papa, I have a very close affinity to, because Rabbi Chinana Bar Papa is, is the Amoira who was used when I asked Rameh Soloveitchik 24 years ago when we went to the United States, and I asked whether I have to continue teaching Torah there or I can be a private citizen and just sit and learn. And he used the Gemara in Tainis Davzayana with Aleph, which is Rabbi Chinana Bar Papa, who says that the way Rashi explains him, um, that if the people in the city that you're in uh, want to learn Torah, but not specifically from you, it doesn't make any difference to them who they're learning from, uh, then you don't have to make yourself available to teach. But if there are people there who specifically want to learn from you, then you have to make yourself available to teach. And that was Rabbi Chinana Bar Papa. Anyway, he was once Maflig Mitzvah Balelia, Fascinating story. He used to go and collect and distribute charity at night. Chadzman Pagabe Ravon de Ruchia. One night, the head of all the evil spirits, the bad spirits that in the night are buzzing around the world, and they have permission at that time to do their, their mischief or then bring about the negative things that sometimes have to happen in the world. That's the time they do that. Amale, they, this chief. Uh, of, of the spirit said to Rabbi Chinana Bar Papa, Lo ken alfa Rebi lo Did you not learn the pasuk in Dvorim that you're not allowed to encroach on the territory of others, and you're wandering around in the nighttime? This is our territory. He answered with a pasuk from Mishli. Doesn't it say that if you're giving tzedakah secretly, that um, causes anger to subside? And they were afraid, they were embarrassed in front of him, and they ran away. They, they <coughs> disappeared from him. Um, and we, we see over here, the Korban Ha'ida on the page says that the spirits were angry with him because he was wandering around the night, and this was their period of time. But there's a fascinating tshuva by the Maharsham. The Maharsham is Reb Sholem Mordechai Shvadron. There's a famous Magid Mirushalayim who died not very long ago, called Reb Sholem Shvadron. He used to come to Kfar Hasidim when I was learning there. He used to give the most entertaining shmuz, uh, and uh, he used to give these incredibly entertaining talks. It was so entertaining that at times Rabbi Elia Lopian, who was alive then, wasn't happy about it being taking place in the Beis Medrash because there was just so much laughter. It was really so funny. Um, anyway, this Reb Sholem Shvadron is the grandson of the Marsham. And the Marsham writes an interesting tshuva on the question <coughs> in your day at... Um, Simon Shin Hay, Seif Yud Aleph, about whether if a Pidyan Aben falls on a day when you can't do it, perhaps a Shabbos, whether you can do it that night or you have to wait until the next day. The Rabbi Yaakov Emden says you do it at night, the Vilnagon says, like a Bris Miller, you do it in the daytime. And the Marsham brings a proof from this Gemara. What's important is not so much the question about the Pidyan Aben. The reason I'm bringing it is because he explains the, the Gemara so clearly, different from the Korban Haida. And he says, We know from the Posuk that, that Tzedakah saves from death. Giving Tzedakah saves from death. Uh, and therefore you shouldn't do it in the night time because these forces are out doing Hashem's shlichut and, and they're taking lives at night. And by doing tzedakah, you're protecting people from death and therefore you're interfering with the work of these forces at, at night. 
And that, that one shouldn't do. Again, don't take a halachic decision from this. This is a hashkafic piece of Gomorrah. Zulat uh, matan Unless you're giving the tzedakah secretly and you're using nighttime as a way of disguising yourself, of making yourself secret, so that the poor people won't know who they're getting the tzedakah from. Uh, that way you preserve the dignity of the poor people. So, uh, and, and, and therefore says the Marasham, um, the same applies to Pidyon Haben, which he says is also Matzelet Lechayim, it saves for life. And Ein Lasot Abalayla Kivan Shosim Befarhesia, Over Mishum Lota Sigvul. Says the Marasham, since Pidyon Haben has to be done publicly, you make a Suda. You do it with a minion of people. It shouldn't be done at night because that's interfering with the negative forces. Pidyon Habein is such a positive force that you can't do it at the time that the negative forces have the, the right to be wandering around the world. That's called Masigvul. It's called encroaching on others' territories. Again, the point is not so much about the Pidyon Habein. The point is his understanding that the problem with um, Rabbi Chinana Bar Papa, that who was challenged by the spirits, is not because he was wandering around at night. That wasn't the issue. The issue was that he was giving Tzedakah at night and that giving Tzedakah at night uh, protects people from death. And, and that, these spirits felt, was interfering with their mission. <coughs> and his answer was that matan it's not this that I'm giving charity. I'm giving charity secretly, and that's specifically powerful to protect. And therefore, you can't damage me, and you can't damage other people because it's, um, it, it, it protects from anger. What we see from here that, that's really important, that the degree to which these people went to avoid indignity, even when they're busy doing a mitzvah, even when they're giving tzedakah to people to whom they have no obligation, nevertheless, they're very careful to protect the, protect the dignity of the recipients. Um, and that explains the Gomorrah of Rabbi Zechariah as well. The fact that the whole, his whole life, he was tolerated the rumors about him that he was taking tzedakah without deserving it without being entitled to it and he never corrected them the reason he didn't correct them is not just because as the uh, as as Rabbi Leob and Avraham Akoyen wants to say because but tzedakah doesn't matter the rumors aren't important it's not about the tzedakah what's important here is that the reason he wouldn't counter the rumors is because if he told people this money is not for me I'm giving it to others people would have wanted to know who are you giving it to what are you doing with the money and that would have disclosed the identity of the recipients. And he was not willing to do that. He rather lived his entire life with these false rumors than put at risk the dignity of the poor people that he was supporting. And he learns it from the same. That's why the Gemara brings the case of, of Rabbi Chinana Bar Papa. If Rabbi Chinana Bar Papa was willing to risk his life by going out at night and encountering these difficult, these bad spirits, because he knew that preserving people's dignity by giving tzedakah secretly, anonymously, is more important than anything else. If he, if he wasn't afraid of his life, and he was, wasn't afraid of these negative forces, certainly Rabbi Zechariah was not afraid of the negative rumors about himself, and that eventually the truth would come out and, and uh, it was not something to worry about. So yes, although one isn't permitted to, one has to be careful to be proper, not only in the eyes of Hashem, but also in the eyes of society, if in order to preserve the dignity of others, you have to suffer indignity yourself by the rumors that go around, uh, then one rather preserves the dignity of other people. One doesn't uh, worry about one's own dignity first. Uh, and that's a beautiful idea, a beautiful thought that comes from uh, this piece of, of Gomorrah uh, and our understanding of it.